0: You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. How do you pronounce her last name? Um,
1: Paul Mary, Morgan. Paul Mary.
0: Paul Mary. Kevin Paul Mary from the next level university. He's also a host of a podcast with the same name, correct? Yes. With a hundred listeners and who also offers coaching. So Kevin, feel free to just share about um, your business, what you do in your whole journey.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, thank number one, thank you so much for having me. I am Kevin Palmieri. I am the host of Next Level University. We are a global top 100 podcast. We just crossed 685,000 listens the other day. We have listeners in 140-plus countries, and we are recording our 1,180th episode, I think, today. So, I am a podcaster first. I consider myself a podcaster, and... I love what I do every day. So I'm very grateful with that. But you might see where I am today. Where I am today is not where I started. I was raised in a household by my mom and my grandmother. I did not know my dad and I didn't meet my father until I was 27. And I guess the shortest version is at one point in my life I had found quote unquote success. I had a beautiful girlfriend, I had a sports car, I had all of the things that you could ever want. But I still somehow ended up sitting on the edge of a bed debating suicide shortly thereafter because I was just so miserable. My mental health was so bad. And I always try to tell a relatable story and help it land for other people that where they are today is not where they are forever. And that's really always my intention.
0: Yeah, that's a very, very powerful story, man. Just hearing that um you didn't really have a um father in a home and then just complicating suicide and just but being able to move strong takes a lot of courage and willpower you're strong man Matter of respect to you thank you so thank
1: you i appreciate that very much
0: um what made you want to basically create um a self-improvement um sorry um trying to think of a word um what makes you want to do Next Level University and coach hundreds of people? What motivates you to have that sort of idea?
1: Mm. It's interesting. I I believe at a deep level that if people, and again, this is my experience. This is what I dealt with in the beginning. If people had a deeper understanding of themselves and they were more self-aware and they were more into self-improvement and personal development, a lot of our lives would be way better. So for me, I'm trying to lead by example and just show up every day and try to get a little bit better. And some days it doesn't happen as much as I'd like, but I am inspired to help people, especially people who want to create some sort of change in their life. And I think one of the real reasons, Morgan, is I've seen how much my life has changed in the last six years. So I have a deep belief that it's because of self-improvement. It's because of looking in the challenging mirrors. It's because of facing things that I didn't necessarily want to face. But I do believe that the light at the end of the tunnel is bright. And if you're willing to work for it, I want to help you get it. And that really is what inspires me every day.
0: Well, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, that's really amazing. Because I've, I feel the same way more like as an artist in just being an older brother of get this 12 siblings 12 siblings that um it's an obligation but also more of just like a purposeful duty just like to really be in out front and really look out for people because like it's also like it just happens to be a part of my nature i feel very altruistic nature that's the way i've always been and whether it is really just like it um makes me feel good helping people it's just the right and morally you could say correct thing to do and it really improves people around you in your environment as a whole so i i I definitely really relate with that um so um being the host of a podcast with so many listeners being part of great sorry next level university what is some of the experiences you found the most remarkable in what you do
1: Mm. i would say for me it's it's interesting morgan i never expected to be where we are today so we gave a speech recently we got flown out to milwaukee wisconsin and we gave a speech to three groups of 350 students. So in, and then we, yeah, it was a lot. And then we did a staff training after. So that day it was like 1100 or 1200 people that we had the opportunity to speak in front of. And that was a very remarkable day for me. I mean, when you, and again, you're a podcaster, right? You're, Mm -hmm. you're newer than I, but we all start there. Maybe one day that's one of your goals is to get flown out for a performance, right? Or or flown out for a concert or flown out for a speech. That was a a very, remarkable thing for me just because some days you lose sight of how far you've come. And then other days you have moments like that where it's like, wow, all this is really actually equating to something. That would be one of the biggest things. And I think one of the other things we went to California pre COVID and we went to an event that was hosted by Brenda Burchard. Brenda Burchard is a very big um, person, very big influencer in our space and self-improvement. And we ended up, while we were there, interviewing five or six different people. And we went to Malibu, and we were at this beautiful home right on the ocean in Malibu. We went to another mansion in California where we recorded the episode in this person's movie theater. That was a really interesting trip for me because it allowed me to see what's possible and what's possible with enough time. So I would say off the top of my head, those are... Those are two of the more impactful, inspirational things that I've experienced because of this journey.
0: Yeah, that's that's really cool. I would just love to have the time to just fly out to a different place, speak to mm. millions of people, or just maybe even, like you said, perform. So that's really, really great to hear, man. Props to you, man. Thank you. Props Thank you. to you. So upon speaking with millions of people and having a big audience, what is some sort of encouragement or a message do you think could really be said to people who are facing their biggest problems? Because me being a Gen Z, right, and if you heard about a lot of problems, um, considering Gen Z, Gen Z is part of like the um what 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 would they call this generation? Um, the more um the we've had everything good generation because like you've had the boomers who came after a war and then you've had the gen xers who've had to learn from the boomers and things were like really hard and then millennials and then so on and then so on and then like we're at a point where like basically we didn't really have to overcome any of that stuff but like we've had it so good like it's to a point where like we're basically we're Like we're basically like going backwards, like we're depressed, we have no motivation, no ambition, and being a Gen Z myself, just having most of the challenges faced for me already, just like leaves very little motivation, but I fight it, I fight it. What would you say to the young people, just anyone watching with a lack of purpose, um what what exactly could they do to fix that problem?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great question and it's a challenging question to answer. I think one of the ways we get lost when we're talking about purpose or we're talking about mission or we're talking about the the ultimate goal whatever it may be, right? I think we're not touching on the fact that it requires a high level of belief to tap into your purpose. So, you might think to yourself, Okay. One of my favorite artists is Big Sean. I'm a huge fan of of Big Sean. Big Sean must have believed in himself at a very, very, very high level to connect the fact that, look, I have a purpose that I want to bring self-improvement or personal development to the rap genre, right? That's my purpose. But I must believe in the fact that I can release you know, a hundred songs every year and I can tour the country and I can be on stage and I can do these features. I think that one of the things we're missing is in order for somebody to find and pursue their purpose, they must believe it is possible for them. And where a lot of people get lost, Morgan, is I think it it becomes unrealistic. So when So I'm 33. When I was growing up, Anybody who is playing video games, their parents were literally telling them, hey, you're wasting your time because it didn't seem possible to make a living playing video games. Now there are streamers that make millions of dollars a year. So now that opportunity seems a little bit more realistic where you might believe in it a little more. If you're uncertain of your purpose, if you're uncertain of where to find inspiration, motivation, I would check in with how much do you actually believe in yourself. In order to take a new action, you must have three beliefs. You must believe it is humanly possible. So is it humanly possible to start a podcast? Yes. Is it possible for me personally? Is it possible for me to start a podcast? Okay, yes. If I do, and this is the last question, will it be worth it? Is it humanly possible? Is it personally possible? And will it be worth it? Those are the three questions. If you don't think it's possible for you, you're never going to pursue it. So i think it starts from a place of understanding how much belief do you have in yourself morgan i think that's a great place to start
0: yeah definitely as long as it's humanly possible can it be possible and it's worth it that's definitely a good way to look at it because when you mention um also i'm 22 you're 33 double digits i just wanted to point that (laughs) out sorry
1: i like it i like it
0: yeah um um when you were explaining about um find your purpose and just basically whatever if it's humanly possible that's definitely a good way to look at it because even though like um we live in sorry i don't really know that much about millennials other than like they have it i i I know um it's harder for them to buy a house as of right now Mm. and then um and then something go on with the workforce, but I can't speak too much on that. Feel free to talk about that if you definitely want to. But um I know for um Gen Z um as you mentioned, playing video games and just other niches where like it wasn't really like taken seriously back then could be making it into a career. And that's one of the yeah. most amazing things about basically just living with the times or just moving forward into the future things that weren't taken seriously become like more of like a way to like make a bigger occupation so that's a good way to look into it so yeah yeah. with that in mind what would you say is a good occupation to really start with moving forward that can like really be a good purpose for you
1: it's hard because there's a couple ways to go about it. And the, the understanding that I think a lot of people start something because it's profitable. So they start something because they can make money doing it instead of starting something because they love doing it. Now, I understand if you're listening to this show, maybe you're a little bit younger. So things are a little bit different. But this is what I would say. Many people my age. So let's just say late 20s, early 30s, 40s, 50s, older they start something because they think to themselves okay i can make a lot of money doing this i only have to do it for 20 or 30 years and then maybe i can retire they're literally getting in the pool so they can figure out how to get out of the pool where i think a more productive and a more fulfilling journey would be okay i love video games morgan i'm an artist i love being an artist how do i make that profitable how do i get creative and figure out how could I make a living doing this. And that goes back to the is it humanly possible, is it personally possible, and will it be worth it. I think the best career is the one that fulfills you the most. Because if you're willing to do it long enough, you can probably find a way to make money. I've had so many people tell me that nobody makes money in podcasting. Nobody makes money. You're not going to make any money. Nobody makes money. And now this is my full-time job. But it took me five and a half years to get to where we are today. But it's the one thing I love doing. I really, really enjoy podcasting. That's why I'm here. I I love doing it. it. It's this interesting thing where if you're fulfilled, you'll probably do it long enough to get really good at it. And you'll probably be able to outlast all the other people who don't enjoy it. So you might actually be able to make it profitable in the future. So in the shortest form, I would say the career, the best career for you, is the one that you find the most fulfilling you feel like you can have your own unique version of impact in and the one that you're willing to get really really good at i think those are the the things to look for
0: yeah definitely definitely and it's 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 just like how my dad always says it um once you work a job you like you've (laughs) never worked a day in your life so that definitely comes to mind that's definitely a good way to look into it and um I would say, um, as being an artist and a musician, and myself, just being able to combine the two and just manifest it into basically my work. Like, like I, I don't really make a lot in terms of revenue, but something that I really enjoy, and like how you enjoy coaching people and being a podcaster. Podcasting is also really fun. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm new to it, but like, it, it's just crazy. You're able to talk to people in a higher realm but like you're like two guys in a room Mm. it's really interesting
1: yeah it makes it makes something that at one point was not possible common right this is like common now for i may never meet you in person i hope i get the opportunity to do it i hope that'll happen at some point right but I may never meet you in person, but you and I will now forever have this connection. We will forever have this conversation. And this conversation in some way, shape or form will live forever. It will outlive both of us by many, many, many years and many, many, many decades and centuries, which is, it's wild, it's wild. But that's the thing, right? With that new opportunity comes new opportunities. Now that the podcast thing is out there and it's happening, there's ways to make that your career for you. Being an artist, that's something that's been out there, an artist and musician, that's been out there for a long, 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 long time. So there's so many people doing it, so you can do it too in your own unique way. And I think that's the the beauty of it. Some people are the visionaries who are making they're making something that's not humanly possible possible. And then it's just up to us to figure out whether we believe it's possible for us or not.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. When you mentioned humanly possible, um this is sort of just like to back up that point um because like being able to like do the things required to make your passion possible whether you make revenue or not is definitely an awesome thing i think another thing to consider is just being able to do the things required to but also staying on tasks like such as multitasking because um for me um I, it, it it's, it's more of a personal issue, but I have a tendency to stay up late because I just love making music. I just love mm-hmm. making melodies, putting vocals, and getting really creative. But on top of that, I also gotta, like, um, go downstairs and, like, practice on the drums or, say, like, make more album artwork for featured artists. And it gets to the point where, like, it gets a little tricky being able to manage which things you have to prioritize and then which things you have to really look over. So that can definitely be a bit tricky. Um, what advice would you give to people who are trying to manage multiple things at once, but like being able to pri- prior. sorry, um, focus on their main goal? Because I've noticed multitasking is an issue the younger generation really seems to have. Personally, myself, I've been doing it since middle school.
1: I would I would ask a simple question. Out of everything that you do, what is your most favorite? And I would literally go through and rate them all where you have to understand that your goal is going to be to get really, 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 really good at at one thing. I mean, the best you can at one thing, because if you're trying to get good at five different things at the same time, it's going to take you at least five times as long. And that's, that's an interesting thing. I mean, especially as an artist, it's like, what do you want to be known for? And that's where, that's where things get a little bit, they can get a little bit foggy, but I would say you have to figure out what's in, what's a non-negotiable, what is something I must be doing? And then what are less important things, right? Like there are, I have a, a list of right now, I think it's 23 things. I have 23 habits that I, I go through every day and I try to do every day. And that started as five habits. It's been as high as, I think, 27 habits. I'm always thinking, okay, is this still as important to me as it used to be? Is this still moving the needle as much as it should be? Is it still aligned? And you kind of got to check in. So it's almost like you should be doing consistent check-ins with, all right, where is my time going and where am I actually getting results based on where my time is going? And then just continue checking in on that. And then the other the other thing, too, is some of us are we're more experience driven. So we don't want to do the same thing every single day. So maybe we schedule in, you know what, today I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do my artwork today or and then I'm going to do an hour on the drums. I I had this I heard this thing, Morgan, and I don't really know if this is true or not, but I heard this Eminem is one of my favorite rappers of all time and one of the most successful rappers of all time. And somebody said he used to treat rap like a job where he would literally go to the studio from nine to five. And when he was done, he left and he would leave for lunch and everything. Nine to five and he was done. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do think scheduling is very, very, very important, especially for the younger generation. It's something that seems very concrete and limiting, but I do believe it will help you find more time because when you have an hour you're going to really get after it. You have an hour to do this project. You're going to be more consistent. You're going to be more productive and you're going to be more focused in that hour.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, definitely arms are sweaty and mom's spaghetti. I get that. It's a verse from Eminem, one of his most iconic ones. So yes, with that in mind, um, would you say being able to coach people? We'll definitely ask more about the coaching because I really want to get into that. Um, your podcast is just so insightful. Like 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 just hearing you and um, sorry I forgot the name of your co host. What's his name? Um, Allen. 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 It was very relatable. He was talking about how um I think he I think it was one of the most recent episodes where like he went to the beach and he saw this guy with a well built body and like he was impressed but secretly inside he was a little bit like upset like 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 I, I, I'm not sure if jealous is a proper word but like you, you could get that somewhere where he was aiming at and I was like damn I really feel like that because like I work on my body the best I possibly can I try to grow taller even though I'm past that point i try to make my face look good but like when i'm just around better looking dudes or just taller dudes in the same way i feel like below average i feel inferior so i can definitely see where he was coming from so with that sort of thing in mind what sort of um sorry i'm trying to brainstorm here
1: um you're good my friend you're good no stress
0: thank you um what sort of things do you come to mind when like you face a bigger challenge that is like bigger than yourself but like you still you still have the ambition to try to face it what what would you say to people who struggle with that sort of
1: thing yeah i think it's an understanding that you have to figure out where the challenge puts you so if you think of it this way, you have a couple different zones where you can live. You can live in the comfort zone, and that's just things are easy. Things are not a challenge. You just show up. You don't worry too much. You can live in the learning zone. The learning zone is where you learn your new lessons. It's where you understand yourself at a deeper level. It's where growth happens. Or you can learn in the, uh, live in the anxiety zone, and the anxiety zone in – That point might be Alan at the beach questioning everything because he's seeing somebody who is in better shape than him. When you're approaching a new situation and you want to get through it, you want to grow through it, you want to learn more, you have to ask yourself, okay, what zone is this situation going to put me in? So Morgan, this zone that you're in right now, since you're a new podcaster, you might be in the anxiety zone a little bit. It might be, all right, I'm really excited to do this interview, but I'm nervous because I don't always know what to say. And sometimes I forget my questions. I'm in the anxiety zone. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking <laughs> out. When, when you're deeper, right? When you're 50 or hundred episodes in, that'll be less anxiety. And then you'll eventually, you'll be at the point where you're in the learning zone and you're, you're there. You're confident, but you're humble. You're in the learning zone understanding, okay, I got this. I can show up. I'm going to add value, but I also am going to have a lot of lessons to take away. And then eventually it might get to the point where you're in the comfort zone, right? I would say right now I'm probably in the comfort zone because I've just done this 1500, 1600, 1700 times. I don't even know at this point, but I think that's a very important understanding. Where is the zone that I'm living in? Where is the zone that I'm visiting and what zone will this put me in that way? At least you can understand. Okay. I'm going to try to write an entire album tonight. Like that is going to be the hardest thing ever. That's going to put me in the anxiety zone. Okay, I just want to come up with one melody tonight. I mean, that's not going to be that hard. That's in the comfort zone. What's the learning zone? Okay, maybe I'm going to produce a song from scratch. Okay, cool. At least having the right expectation for the right outcome is a it's a beneficial place to start the race, I would say.
0: Yeah. I won't lie, you read me like a book. You read me like <laughs> a book. I won't lie, but that's a good answer right there. That that definitely that definitely helped. No, that,
1: that, oh, I appreciate
0: it. You know, it shows that you guys are really good at your job. So, with being able to be a podcaster and coaching, does it ever get, like, overwhelming? Or, like, that's something, like, you're able to manage with, with, like, little to no issue?
1: It's... Oh, it definitely gets overwhelming. I, being a business owner gets overwhelming. I mean... I I said this to my wife last night. I said, I'm I am genuinely a little bit afraid of tomorrow because I have twelve calls today and my last I think my last six calls are back to back.
0: Oh my so just god. One call
1: another, call, another call, another call, another call, another call, with literally no break in between. So it's it's definitely overwhelming. I don't know if you can really I don't know if you can really succeed without struggle, right? The level mm. of your goals are going to dictate the level of the struggles in chasing those goals. So the coaching part for me is I won't say it's the easier part, but it's it's not super overwhelming. That part of it is just more the workload than anything. I do a lot of podcast coaching now. I do way more podcast coaching than I do mindset or peak performance or relationship stuff like I do a lot of podcast coaching, which is where I feel the most comfortable anyway. So I would say, no, I don't get super overwhelmed with that, but I will say the workload and then the opportunities that come from the next level of success. That is definitely overwhelming.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I I feel that, because, like, um, being a musician and just working... Because, like, I'm in, like, two groups, a hip-hop-based one, and then there's, like, the family one. And Mm -hmm. it gets pretty tiresome, because there's, like, two albums going on, and, like, both of my attention is card in both but um when you just learn to just manage and preserve yourself in a way where you can really just basically involve yourself without like overheating your brain or getting mentally exhausted you get better at it and that that's a good thing about being human is that like we're able to evolve
1: yeah you i think one of the one of the things to ask yourself is how much do i have left in the tank when I So I do a lot of boxing and kickboxing, and one of the, the things I do when I go to the gym is I'll do five five-minute rounds on the heavy bag, and I'll do some ground and pound, and I'll do some kicks and elbows and all that. But I literally think after round one, I, have to, I just want to make sure I have, like, I'm going to give it 80% this round. I'm going to give it 80% of everything I have, and then I'm sure in the minute rest I'll be able to recover. And it goes 80%, 80%, 80%, 80%, 100%. Because the last round, I don't need anything after that. And again, I'm not fighting anybody, so it's not like I'm at risk of getting injured. But <laughs> right. I do think it's a that's a good understanding is I slept in today, Morgan, a little bit more than usual. I think I got up at 7.30, where usually i get up at 4.30 because I understood, look, I have a very, very, very heavy day today. And if I'm up at 4.30 and I'm literally working from 4.30 until 9.00, I am going to be fried. So let me get a little bit of rest. Let me charge the battery a little bit extra because I know I'm going to be using more of the battery today.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, there's some notification for the Zoom website. Um, oh, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Um, crap, crap. What's I'm trying to remember. Um, You're talking about um managing and figure out where you want to put it in a tank, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, Charging yeah. the battery...
0: Yeah, let me deliver on that point. And also, the fact that you mentioned that you did kickboxing, like, my God, you do podcasting, you do coaching, part of next level. You know, you are kicking ass, my friend.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's yeah. it's a challenge. It's a challenge, Morgan. There's a lot going on over here.
0: Yeah, I I definitely got to get myself back into some martial arts because like I just want bust some heads. Well, for self <laughs> self defense, self defense of course. Self defense. I, I support that. I support that. Definitely. So, um, let me see, coaching tank, um, yeah, 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 um, about, um, coaching, so, you've talked with hundreds, millions of people, and I presume kids, teenagers, adults, even maybe, and, um, what is something that, um, let me think, um, what what is one of your most influential moments you've ever had coaching someone Mm,
1: that's a great question i i had a young lady reach out to me this was at probably i don't know a year a year and a half into the podcast and she said kev one of the things i'm most afraid of is starting conversations with people and i was like i everybody is i think i think that's fairly normal but talk to me more And she said, well, I have a bunch of groups around me at work, but I never have the courage to start conversations with these people. I always sit on the outside and just wish I was having that conversation. And I said, all right, cool. This is what we're going to do. Since you live close to me, we're going to go to the mall and we're going to fear chase. So when I say fear chase, that just means we're going to face some of our fears. So we go into the mall and we walk into the store and I said, I want you to go up to the person behind the desk and I want you to ask them a question about something in this store. That's where we're going to start. And she said, all right, fine. I'm scared, but I'll do it. All right, cool. We go into another store. She does it again. We go into another store. She does it again. We go down to the food court and we start asking about the menu and we ask what's good and how much food comes with it and all this stuff. It gets to the point by the end of the day where she's having conversations with strangers and we're getting ready to leave the mall that day. And for some reason, Morgan, in this mall, it had these mechanical zoo animals on wheels that you could rent And you could drive them around the mall. And she looked at me and she said, Kev, if we were brave, if we were really brave, we would rent those animals and and drive them around the mall. So I have a video on my phone of us driving those mechanical zoo animals around the mall. It started with, I am not confident enough to have a conversation with a stranger to I am quite literally driving these zoo animals around the mall, hoping that people judge me because I know I can handle it. After that, that young lady went back to school and ended up getting one of her dream jobs and then moved from Rhode Island to Tennessee, which was something to Nashville, which is something she always wanted to do. And she's on our team now. So somebody who didn't believe they were capable of starting a conversation is now on our team and has conversations with strangers all the time. I would say that's probably my, the the most influential and inspiring thing that's happened from the perspective of coaching.
0: That's a really sweet, that's a really sweet story. Um, quick question um please um was it the holyoke mall because i i know that mall has like little go-kart animals where like you can put kids in this wasn't a child right
1: no no this was this was the i don't know it was a mall in new hampshire i think oh but it was yeah the, the the animals were big enough where i could fit on them too so i don't i don't know it was a weird thing but yeah it was in new hampshire
0: oh okay my bad my bad
1: no no you're good
0: So with our last remaining time, do you want to um, talk more about next level university? What the future's looking like? What sort of courses and coaching you can offer? About people, maybe about your podcast. Spell away, man. I'm open to hear it.
1: (laughs) I I always say this, Morgan. I'm not I'm not huge on promotion. I'm not here to promote. For me, if if you like what we talked about today if i said something that inspired you if i said something that made you think in a little bit different manner that is exactly what we're doing on the podcast so our podcast is called next level university we do an episode every single day so we do seven episodes a week and our motto is self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere on the planet completely free so we're on all the podcast platforms we're on youtube and that's where i always suggest people start You'll get to know us. You'll figure out whether or not we're your type of people, and you'll find a lot of value there too. And it's always free, so that's the best place to start. Is always the free place. That is what I would recommend.
0: That's awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to check out more of Kevin's, sorry, Kevin Palimpi, um, Palimpi, Palingmi?
1: Palmarys.
0: Mary. Sorry about that.
1: Oh, no, you're good, man.
0: Yeah. Um, links to his show. And his YouTube channel will be linked in the description of this episode. So um, before we go, is there anything that you want to let the audience know, Kevin?
1: No, I would say the, the only thing, the, the parting wisdom I would give is from day to day, progress is invisible. From year to year, progress is impossible to miss. So understand that you might do something today that might not pay off for five or ten years, but it doesn't mean it won't pay off eventually.
0: All right. Great, great wisdom. Great wisdom.
1: Thank you, my friend.
0: All right. Everyone, this is Kevin from Next Level University. Thank you for appearing on the Majestic Minds podcast. We hope to see you soon. We will send you a link to the episode when it uploads and put a link to the description of your show. And we'd be more than happy to have you again. I'll definitely be listening to your show. I'll definitely be keeping tabs with you. We'll follow your socials and... We hope to see you again soon, man. Thank you for joining us in this episode.
1: My pleasure. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I hope the rest of your week is great as well, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye, my friend.
0: See ya.